Hey everyone, uh, welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about auditing your calories because this is probably the thing that is preventing you from losing weight if you've been trying to lose weight is that you're probably consuming more calories than you realize. So auditing your calories is kind of a concept. It's a little bit different than counting calories, right? Counting calories, if that's what you wanna do, great, right? But I, I'm not a fan of counting calories because I just don't like doing it. I, I, I'm lazy and I don't wanna do that. Um, but auditing your calories is really taking a week or a couple of weeks and just paying attention to what you typically eat in uh, more detail. Uh, so start noticing, you know, reading labels, noticing what the calorie contents, know what the serving sizes are, really paying attention to the habitual things that you regularly eat and getting crystal clear on how many calories are in those things. And it can be extremely eye-opening. Right, because most of our eating is done on autopilot and we're just not aware of what we're consuming a lot of times. So to take some time and really dedicate it to, to opening your eyes and realizing what you're doing, um, you may find that things you thought weren't in a lot of calories, you know, did. So um, again, it's not forever. It's just to start to calibrate, you know, what you thought with what actually is. See where you're at. And the more you do this, just knowing you know, that something has twice as many calories as you may have thought, you know, it, it puts you on a different path, you know, because now you know. And I'm telling you, like, like you think you know, but I can almost guarantee you uh, that almost every time I recommend this to people, they are like, oh my God, I didn't realize. And that's the important piece because if you're trying to lose weight, you're not getting the results you want and you feel like you're doing the right stuff, it's so frustrating. You know, and there's nothing worse than frustration when I want to lose weight because you can only go so long where you feel like you're doing everything right and not getting the results. It's very difficult to continue down that path. So this way here, you're getting more accurate. And now, you know, it can sting a little bit, say, oh, that thing I was eating has more calories than I thought. But at least now, you know, and now you can have a sense of clarity. Right. So it's kind of like we want to cleanse the lenses of our perception and notice what are the typical calories we're consuming? What are the serving size? What's considered a serving size? So literally even like kind of measuring your food here and there just to notice what you thought a serving size was versus what you're typically consuming. Because serving sizes are very sneaky the way they put them out there and they're not intuitive. And so a lot of times you're gonna find that what you thought was one serving is two or three servings and a lot more calories than you thought. So. Uh, again, this is a really, really valuable exercise to go through so that you can gain the clarity of what you are actually eating. And what I want to say just kind of in, in, in passing here is I'm telling you what to do, which is fine, but to actually get yourself to do it, I would suggest that you pay attention to your emotions because it is like all of a sudden, like like genuinely facing what we're doing is an anxiety producing exercise right so it would be completely normal and natural for you to feel some anxiety and some hesitation and, and not want to do it um, but if you calm down and relax and realize that the more you know the better your results will be you know that which is measured is improves and so the more you understand what you're doing with the courage to look at it honestly uh, the more you set yourself up to get better results than you've ever gotten in your life. And what usually precedes that is the ability to look at things honestly with what we're doing. So uh, that's kind of a little pep talk for you. Because again, I know I know it's hard and it, it, it's, it's scary almost to, to, to actually do that. Um, but if you do it and realize, you know, that, that knowing that is going to enable you and, and kind of support you in making better decisions, 
uh, you know, I think you're going to be better off. All right. So uh, take a week or two and audit your calories, what you're consuming. Uh, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. I'll, I'll do my best to answer them here. Um, been a long day for me. My account's getting hacked. I've had a, a whole long day, but uh, still still here for you all. So if you have any, any weight loss questions, uh, feel free to ask them. I just put a video up too, which is a pretty good one. So if you get a chance to, you know, if you ever watch my, uh, what's up, Michicom? How's it going? Um, yeah, I, I, I like, uh, <laughs> I like the, the video I just put up. It's about, you know, not having to give up your favorite foods to lose weight, which I know is kind of like the, the weight loss marketing, you know, <laughs> cliche, but it's really true, you know, and, and I always talk to people, you know, program yourself, then it's really based around really like your favorite foods. You know, like when you base your, your meal plan around the foods that you enjoy the most and looking forward to eating them, it's really helpful, you know, because you're, you're looking forward to that food and it doesn't feel depriving, you know? And so you strategically, you're still eating your favorite food, but of course you're, you're eating less of it and you're eating it less frequently. So that, you know, that's the balance of, you're kind of making a deal with yourself, but it's a good deal usually because when we try and just completely get rid of our favorite food, it feels very depriving and, and it's stressful. And so when we allow ourselves to keep consuming our favorite food, but just to change the way we're doing it, that's usually a much more, you know, um, comfortable deal we can make with ourselves, you know? Um, how would you balance unhealthy foods into your daily plan? Yeah, okay, so what I'd like to do, again, program yourself, then we do the 5-2 model. And it means five days of clean eating, two days of pleasure eating. And uh, that is a good way to do that. You know, I'm sure there's other ways to do it as well. Um, but that's a way that I really like because again, those two days of where you're gonna eat what you want, you can look forward to them and you can kind of use that anticipation of getting to eat what you want and, and feeling like, okay, I'll be able to master my weight and eat my favorite foods. Got to change how I'm eating them. That can sometimes give you the motivation and uh, the desire to want to eat clean for those five days. And that's a nice place to start. And certainly you can, if you choose to, you can sprinkle unhealthy foods wherever you want, but, but ultimately it comes down to structure. I think you really have to structure your eating. And uh, I think, you know, again, because most people are just trapped in a diet or mindset, they think short term. And if you think short term, you're just going to eat 100% healthy, right? Because that's going to be the fastest results. There'll be no carbs, no sugar, no fattening foods. But that's usually a short term thing. You know, usually people aren't going to stick with that for very long. So again, everything I'm saying is really based on a long term approach. And if you start extending that time frame, you don't have to be so drastic at, at first. You know, you can allow the time to make up for what you're not drastic with. And so with the eating, uh, you know, I, I think it's good to have food you enjoy that aren't necessarily the healthiest. Trying to be 100%. And I can only speak for myself in this, but, you know, if, if I took away my pleasure foods on the weekend, if I got rid of that and I was like, okay, no more of those foods, I feel like that'd be the fastest way to get me to eat like crap, you know, because I just be like, this sucks. I don't want to live this way, you know? So being able to look forward to eat the foods I like in a structured, compressed way, it, it feels like it feels like a balance, you know, to, to it's agreeable, you know? Of course, you got to make some changes to lose weight, you know what I mean? Obviously. And so I'm not doing the diet thing where it's like, oh, just always eat your favorite food. You, you can't even the same way, but you can certainly have the foods you enjoy the most and literally make those... The, the focus of your meal plan. 
it's a very effective way to do it. And I'm not going to go into it now, but it's all, it, it really is all about dopamine manipulation. You know, dopamine is what's driving all of your behavior uh, and the cravings that you have and, and all those things. So learning how to manipulate your dopamine is very valuable, you know? And so this 5-2 model is one way to do that. And, uh, but, but having, you know, healthy, unhealthy foods all together is really, I think, important, you know, because the abstinence model for weight loss does not have very good uh, results typically, you know, because you feel, because again, remember, you know, I always say this, it starts with the beginning, even your goal weight, whatever weight you choose, people tend to choose a weight based on uh, just, oh, I just want to weigh this much, but they're not taking into account that you got to live and eat a certain way to achieve that weight. And we can't just put our weight in a vacuum and just, oh, I just want to live that way. Because if you have to eat and live a certain way, you're not willing to live and eat at, then why would you choose that weight? But a lot of people are doing that. And so they're choosing a weight they, they don't want to live at. And so that creates this subconscious incongruence, right? Party wants to weigh this weight and party doesn't want to live that way. Well, so how are you going to succeed with that situation, that setup, you know? So I think that it's important, even right from the beginning, I think all successful weight loss starts with a congruent, compelling weight goal, you know, that really means something to you. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not as easy as it sounds because... I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. And I would say the majority of those people, their weight loss goal did not have much meaning. You know, it's just something they said. Uh, whoops. Uh, it's just something they say. And they're like, oh, that's what I weighed when I was 20. That's what I weighed when I got married. It doesn't have a lot of meaning to them now. And so you really do have to bring a lot of meaning into your, uh, your, your goal. You know? How much weight can you lose in a year, you think, if you were 450 pounds? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't like that question because so, so let me just take it back to the beginning and this kind of answers that to some degree. I always suggest to people that you stop focusing on losing weight and instead you start, so instead of the goal being, I want to lose weight, you make the goal. I want to get to my goal weight and live the rest of my life there on near autopilot, whatever that goal weight is for you. And that's not just semantics, that subconsciously, those are two completely different meanings. Because when we just think about losing weight, we're referencing our overweight self. And then we're kind of saying, oh, my overweight self minus X amount of pounds. And it's a very incomplete image that we have in our mind. And when we say, I want to live at my goal weight for the rest of my life on near autopilot, that puts a completely different concept in your mind. It's a much more complete concept. And most likely it's way more what you want, right? Because you don't want to just lose weight. You've probably lost weight and then put it back on. Was that mission accomplished? Is, is that what you wanted? You lost the weight, right? No, you know, you, you want to lose weight. So yeah, okay, so your goal weight's 215. In my world, I, I would take the year, and the year's great, by the way. So so like you're you you're thinking a lot longer than the average person. Okay, but your weight's a lot higher than the average person. So I would say it's so important. I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm thinking for you. If I were you, I would be thinking to myself, it's so important for me to get to 215 pounds. And I would break that goal down, to be honest. That's what I would do. I would break it down. I want to get under 400. That's my first goal. Then I would say I want to get to three, under 350. My second goal. I want to get under 300. That's my third goal. Okay. That's how I'd be thinking about it. And I wouldn't give a shit about the time. I would just be saying, this is my, one of the most important things in my life right now is getting my weight under 400, under, you know what I mean? The goal's 
rotate as you as you move through them. I wouldn't give a shit about the time. You know, I would I would I would have a sense about the time to see, you know, if I've been doing stuff for six months and I lost five pounds, I was, I need to adjust things. Okay. But I would take that. Um, I was 466 in August 22nd. Now I'm 256. I'd done it with little goals. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. Perfect. Right. Congratulations. What an accomplishment. Okay. Great job. And now it's important for you though. This is so important for you. Okay. Now you have got to start shifting into maintenance mode. Now, if you're working with me, we would have started with maintenance mode because most people have two modes. They've got overweight mode and they've got diet mode. We can't do that, right? Because if we just know overweight mode, which our normal mode, and then we've got activated diet mode, once we lose the weight, what do we do? We can't diet anymore. We can't be the overweight. We don't want to be the overweight person. So I'm telling you this, please hear what I'm saying. By the way, go get my go go to my bio whenever when this is done. Um, click my link and get that hypnosis session, okay? I don't know what kind of mindset work you're doing, but it's crucial that you do mindset work, okay? Especially with all the success you've achieved. You have to start, if you haven't already, I don't know what you've been doing. It's been successful externally at least. You need to have a mindset component as well where you start thinking of yourself as the thin, healthy person that you want to be. And when I say thin, I just want to make clear, thin to me, the definition I use for thin is you at your goal weight. Okay, so I just use that word. It doesn't mean, you know, normal BMI even. It means whatever your goal weight is, the weight that works for you, that's you living at your goal weight, then that's just then. That, that's just what we're using. And again, the goal weight should be the weight that gives you the best quality of life. Great job. And now it's about really transitioning from thinking of yourself as that overweight person who's losing weight to being the person who's going to live at, what was it, 210? 215, yeah. And so I don't know what your name is, but I would be saying... I want to be the best version of myself. So so I'd start to build the goal bigger than just the 215 even, okay? The number's just the number. So we've got to give this weight more meaning. And you do that, I believe. I always say you take your weight loss and wrap it in personal development. And so in your case, you want to start redefining the goal as I want to live the rest of my life at 215 um, as the best version of me. One aspect of being the best version of you is that you're 215, you know? Um, but you want to start now, start thinking and training yourself to think of yourself as a 215 pound person because you know in program yourself then we've got the motivation piece which is first but the next where the work really starts is we start with your self-image i believe weight loss is an inside out process and so we start i believe your weight is a physical reflection of your mental self you think of yourself overweight thin healthy you know that's what's dictating it ultimately and so it's important for you to start thinking of yourself as a, a thin, healthy person that you want to be and start doing that now. And um, that's why I say like the time-wise thing is almost secondary. You know, it's really more about you becoming the person you want to be. And that takes some practice. Right? Um, do you stay at your TDE on the weekend when you eat your pleasure foods or is it anything goes? Um, no, I, I do stay. I stay in the ballpark. I definitely eat more. My calories go up. Um, but... You know, and that's what that's a piece of the, I'm glad you asked that because when I talk about the five two, you know, people sometimes they follow me and they say, Okay, well I tried the two and I just went crazy. Well, yeah, that's what happens at first, you know? But part of see, like I always think that like in order to master your weight, you've got to learn a lot of stuff. And one of the things you've got to learn, this is gonna sound strange when I talk about weight loss, one of the things you've got to learn is how to enjoy food in a healthy way. Do you see? So it's like when I started with the pleasure stuff, yeah, I went wild with it. I, I drank because the pleasure thing to me was alcohol. I like drinking beers. 
and um, eating foods. And so I, I drank too much. I ate too much. And then I stopped a lot of my healthy habits. I wouldn't drink water on the weekends. <laughs> Give myself a break because I was thinking of drinking water because it was hard. Like it was a habit I was always thinking of. I'm going to take a break on the weekend. And so what happens though, if you consistently do this model, and that's the secret, is to consistently do the five too. A week of it, a month of it, who gives a shit? Don't even do it, you know? But if you do it consistently, what happens is you start to learn from those two days. And what would happen is I did that for a while and the two days would happen and I'd say, I feel like shit. You know, that's the beauty of, we learn through contrast. And so that's where the five, two, there's so much psychology packed in the five, two model. But one piece of it is that we learn through contrast and with the two days, we get to the end and we say, oh my God, I feel like fucking shit. I don't feel good. And that's a great thing because now it's like, I don't want to eat that way again. I don't want to drink that much. I don't want to eat that much food. I want to drink my water, you know? And that's what starts happening. But the motivation's totally different now. It's not, oh, I can't eat that. I can't do that. It's like, I don't want to eat that. I want to, I want to enjoy my food, but I want to enjoy it and feel good. I'm getting used to feeling good with these five days, you know? So the pleasure eating, yeah, I enjoy it, but I want to start doing it in a way where I'm eating what I like, but I also feel good, you see? And so that is the secret. So it's not really like, I'm not measuring TDE and all the rest of it. I'm structuring my eating so it's very similar week to week. So my five days of clean eating are very similar. I eat the same breakfast, the same lunch, and I eat the same dinners. They're, they're different each day, but week to week, they're very similar. They're all in the same basic, calorie categories. Um, and so I, I can rotate them as I see fit, but they're similar, right? And then on the weekend, it's the same thing. It's pleasure food, but I'm eating the same types of things weekend and weekend, weekend out. And so what happens is if you do that for a month, two months, you see where your weight's at. And if you don't like where your weight's at and you want to lower it, now you can strategically look at how you structure your eating. You can strategically look at it and say, where's the easiest place for me to shave some calories off? You see? So that's, it is a more intuitive approach for sure. And um, I think it makes a lot more sense, you know, because those calorie calculators, you know, they're just estimates, you know? And so to me, it's like, I want to structure my eating, see how I eat and how I live. And then I want to notice where the weight ends up. Okay. Now I've got real data. And now I can start cutting some calories out for a couple of weeks and see where that goes. And I've done it strategically so I can keep it up. So I hope that makes sense. Um, it's hard to change my mind. I still think of myself at 466. I know, I get that. I get that. I'm telling you that that's the journey. That's the most important. Please, please start doing it now. Please listen to my hypnosis session. And not only that, but you get the hypnosis session and it takes a little bit of time to process. So then there's a training, three steps to master your weight. Please watch that, okay? You, you've... You've come way too far. You, you've got to get this mindset piece down, okay? And it's changing yourself. You're always going to live up or down to the self-image you have, you know? Listen, I know this sucks. I'm, I'm telling you this because I, I want you to, to master this, and I, I want to point out some of the things. If, um, it, like, we don't, no one likes being overweight, right? You, you don't like being overweight. I understand that, but you can't disagree that you're familiar with it. And things we're familiar with, we're comfortable with. And all of a sudden becoming a person who's 200 pounds less, it's, it's a new version of you in the world. And as, as, it's great in all sorts of ways, but subconsciously it's fucking terrifying, okay? And I think it's important that you know that because it doesn't make con intuitive sense, right? So it doesn't make any sense, but it's true. And so that's why you need to start practicing thinking of yourself as this slimmer, healthier person, right? You, you really need to practice being that version of yourself and thinking of yourself in that way. Um, you know, it, I, I can't go into too much more detail with that then, but it's so important that you start that now, okay? Um, why do I keep falling into binge eating patterns? Natalia asks. Usually the binge eating patterns without knowing the details of it, 
I'll answer this in three ways. The first, the most common reason people binge is that they're over-restricting. They're getting themselves so hungry, they can't control their eating. That's the number one. Number two is usually emotional. They get some big emotional thing they don't want to deal with, and so they're using the binge, you know, regret, shame cycle to avoid the big emotional thing, okay? And the third thing is really more of a strategy. How I work with people in Program Yourself Then, how we deal with binge eating is to understand it. There's different reasons that you binge eat, right? So you're saying binge eating patterns. Each one of those patterns is unique. So sometimes you might binge because you're feeling lonely. Sometimes you might binge because you're really hungry and you over restricted. So it's understanding the patterns. And the more you understand the patterns, the more you can be strategic in resolving them. I hope that makes sense. Because what most people do is they binge and then they do one of two things. They either just ignore it and go into denial and say, I'm never going to do that again. That's it. I feel like shit. Never doing that again. Or they beat themselves up about it. Either one of those suck because they just, nothing changes. You know, we do what we did and you have to learn from your mistakes. So the next time you binge, don't let it go. There's no failures, only feedback. Look at what happened. What triggered the binge? Again, a lot of times it's excessive hunger from over-restricting or it's intense emotions that you don't know how to deal with other than put the food in your mouth. You know, there's other reasons too, but those are the two big ones. Um, so true small changes, big results. Yeah, Kathleen, you're right. Exactly. That's exactly right. Um, it is this small change. Like we know this too, but with weight loss, you know, we're so conditioned to think in short-term time frames that it's very difficult to stay in that headspace, you know, which is one of the key reasons people can't lose the weight, you know, that they want to lose. Um, any tips on calming down the mind when listening to your hypnosis? Oh yeah. 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 You know, I know that, that, that's, part of the process, you know? So I was just, I literally just did, I was doing a call, um, coaching call and we were talking about like meditation and hypnosis are very similar to the, each other, right? Neuro, neuroscientifically, like if you look at a brain scan and someone's meditating or hip, being hypnotized, they're very similar brain states, but they're used very differently. And so what I would suggest is, okay, you listen to the hypnosis session and you're like, holy shit, my brain's just all over the place. I'm just all over the place. That's how I started. You know, when I first started doing meditation and hypnosis, my mind was just bing, 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 bing. And it's a practice, you know? And so what I would suggest is calming the mind down. To calm the mind down, the first thing you want to do is calm the body down, okay? So you want to just relax, relax your shoulders, relax your chest, relax your stomach, relax your face, and take some deeper breaths. And that starts to calm the body down. And so what I'm, I guess what I'm saying is I would suggest starting with meditation, I always teach them one minute meditation. And the gist of it is basically that you relax your body, you close your eyes, you bring your awareness inside. And what you're doing is you're, you're connecting your awareness to your breathing and your relaxation. And you're just cycling through those two. And I would suggest you just start with a minute, set a timer on your phone, one minute, and just sit there quietly. And um, that starts to, you practice being calm. Being calm is a skill. And it's the central skill of program yourself then. Um, because the more calm you are, the more calm you feel, the more calm you're able to make yourself at will, the easier it is to lose weight because a lot of your overeating behaviors are driven by anxiety and stress and, you know, not feeling calm. So feeling calm, calm's like a magic weapon, you know, in, in weight mastery. And it's one of the, yeah, it's funny too. Like I don't, I've had a, a couple of clients last couple of days talking about that. Like just that's cause not only that, oh boy, when it comes to weight loss, right. When you try and lose weight, is it calm? <laughs> <laughs> no, right? It's the opposite of calm, right? You're already stressed and overwhelmed in life. And then you go and what? Oh, I'm going to do keto. No more carbs. Oh, no more sugar start tomorrow, right? And it's like you're already stressed out and overwhelmed. And now you stress yourself out even more by trying to overcorrect your diet, 
you know? And it's just like, you know, if you take a step back and look at it, it's this stupid strategy. It really is. So it's not your fault that you haven't lost weight with a diet. I mean, 95% of people don't. So when 95% of people fail using a strategy, it's usually not the person. It's usually the strategy. But for some reason, diets, people are just like, no, it's me. <laughs> I just need to do it. I was going to force myself to do it. It's like, it never works, but you just keep trying it. I, I don't know why. That's why I do these things live. It's my mission to help as many people as possible live at their goal weight because weight to me is not just about looking better. It's about, it's life and death. You know, my dad died at 54 of a heart attack. And so this is like real stuff to me. And uh, I just don't, that's why I do this stuff, you know, for free, all the TikTok videos, all the lives. I just do this, you know, to help people out. I got a coaching program too. So it's like, they're, you can pay me to work with me more closely, but I give a lot of stuff away because I really, really want you to live as long as possible and have the best quality of life while you're here. You know, and it's really important to me. And um, a big part of making that happen really is being able to develop a state of calm because we live in an environment that keeps you fucking stressed out because you being stressed out means you consume more shit, <laughs> you know? And, uh, you know, how many commercials do you see in for relaxing and calming down and eating healthy food and feeling genuinely good about yourself and feeling and, you know, cultivating positive, genuine emotions for your life? Where are you getting that message from? Never. You know, it's always a more, 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 more. And that more, more, more is the, the foundation of that is stress and tension and anxiety. So it, it is hard at first. I remember, man, when I started work on the relaxation and the calm, it was an uphill battle, but boy, best decision I ever made, you know, made the bit, most positive benefit of my life has been learning how to manage it. You know, um, you're so wise. The five do is a great idea. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate you saying that. Um, I spent a lot of time thinking about this. You're a huge inspiration. Thank you. I, I appreciate you saying that. You know, that's why I do this. You know, it's like, it makes me, I get all mad sometimes. I'm a little spent today. It's been a tough day. <laughs> it's been a tough day, to be honest. Um, my, uh, I got like accounts getting hacked, people charging up my credit cards. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just a crazy day. But, uh, yeah, but, but it all makes it worth it. I, I love, I love helping you all out. Like, it, it really is. This is a, a mission for me. You know, I, I love doing it. And because uh, like I said, you know, this, this area, like your weight, we live in a culture. Right? I mean, with 75% of the population is overweight or obese, you have to realize there's factors that go into making that happen. It doesn't just happen. Everyone's genetics didn't just change in 20 years. And now everyone's obese, right? What happens is there's a lot of conditioning, you know, in addition to being, you know, the environment's changing too. There's a lot of unhealthy, addictive foods that are around us as well. But that is secondary to the mindset bullshit that they're putting in our heads. And I think like, again, the number one thing affecting your weight is your mindset. Number one thing more important than your, your genetics, your hormones, your menopause, your type two diabetes, your insulin resistance, your Hashimoto's, your PCOS, all of it. Your mindset's the number one thing. Look, we just had a guy in there. He's 450 pounds. He's down 200 pounds. Right. So, you know, 200 pounds before, you know, would have thought, you know, would have thought that, uh, I can't do it. Right. Look at me. You know, but, but what he changed it, you know, that's the secret. You've got to look at the people that are getting the results you want, not at the people you're surrounded by people that aren't getting the results that aren't getting results. I was like this. I always say the, the person who taught me the most about diets was a guy I knew growing up. He was a family friend. He was a 450 pound comedian. Awesome guy. Spent the last 20 years of life in a wheelchair, but he's every other week. It was a new diet. I mean, like expensive diets meal replacement plans. I mean, everything, medicine, supplements, diets, strategies, all of it, everything. 
spent so much money, would tell me about, he would just talk to me, tell me about this, this plan, this plan. You know, a couple weeks later, he said, this plan, this plan, this, this is how it works. Da, da, da. And he just never lost the weight, you know? And so that was like, I got realized like, shit, knowing stuff isn't enough. But it wasn't until, you know, um, I'm not going to go my whole story. I got to get out of here in a minute. But it wasn't until I, I got exposed to neurolinguistic programming, hypnosis, uh, martial arts, yoga, meditation, all this stuff I got exposed to like in a month in my life. It was it was nuts. But I grabbed onto it too. You know what I mean? Like I really, I was like, oh, wow. And I really got into it. And what I quickly realized, the core kind of concept of NLP, neurolinguistic programming, is that you find someone who gets the results you want and then model them. And not just do what they do, but go deeper. How are they thinking about these things? You know, how are they intuitively getting themselves to do it? And so that was like such a light bulb moment for me. And, and it changed me because everyone around me growing up, it was like they were all struggling with their weight. They all knew all the diets. They all knew what they were supposed to do, but they none of them were doing it really. And so I went and I looked for people that lost weight and kept it off for at least a couple of years. And I would get talking to them and not just what they did. Oh, okay, you eat this and you exercise, great. But what's going on in here? What was the shift for you? And very quickly you realize they thought about food, exercising their lifestyles themselves way different than all the people I'd grown up around. And that was like, holy shit. That was very exciting because I realized like my weight isn't controlled by what I know. It's controlled by how I think. And that's a big distinction because the diets, right? What are they doing? They're just always teaching you what to do. Like I can literally take every single weight loss plan on the planet pretty much and put it into one bucket. And it's a bucket of saying, they're telling you what to do, but they never show you how to get yourself to do it. And so here you sit knowing what you should do and wondering constantly, why am I not doing it? And you're stuck in that loop, right? You think about weight loss 24 hours a day and you're not doing anything to make it happen. And so you need to understand that information does not equal behavior. And the example I like to use is that you know everything there is to know about how to write with your hand. You know how to write, you can write a word, a sentence, a whole paragraph, but you can't do it with the other hand, right? Because it's not, it's not, you haven't trained it in there yet, you know? And so you have to understand that knowing what you should eat is about 10% of the battle. <laughs> 90% of the battle is practicing. But let me put it another way. You could read 10 books on, you never play the piano, right? You read 10 books about how to play the piano. Can you play the piano now? No, you know? And so that's the biggest mistake you're making is that you think, okay, I'll look at this meal plan. I'll force myself to follow it. And then you're not able to follow it. And then you think there's something wrong with you because you don't have the willpower to follow it. And I'm sitting here telling you it's because you're approaching it completely wrong. Knowing what to do is, is fine. You know enough about what to do, by the way. You know enough what to do and not to do to lose weight. Problem is you have almost zero understanding or strategies of how to get yourself to eat that way consistently. You have very little mindset strategy, how to change how you think, how you feel, how you live, and how you eat, right? Those are the main things you gotta change. And no plan out there is showing you how to do that. They're just telling you more stuff of what you should do. I would never, ever, never release a diet book that just tells you what to eat. What am I going to do? I, I don't even tell, I'm not going to tell you what I eat. Who gives a shit? That's what I eat. You know, I'm um, telling you what I eat and you trying to follow it, it, it is not the path to weight mastery. Um, you know, so anyways, I feel like all I do is think about food. Yeah, yeah, I get it. And that, that's, that's the mindset piece too, folks. You're all thinking about food nonstop. You know, you're seeing commercial, every commercial you see is a little mini hypnosis session, you know, and, and you're conditioned in the environment to crave food constantly. You know, it's all mental condition. That's the main thing. Yes, the environment's tough, 
okay? But I live in the environment. I used to be 50 pounds heavier in the same, well, the environment wasn't as bad as it is now, but I was 50 pounds heavier and now I'm not. What's the difference? It ain't my body because even 12 years ago, I got a little, little blip and I put 25 pounds on in a few months. You know what I mean? So I'm not, I don't have some magic genetics where I would eat anything I want. Now you might think I eat anything I want. If I go out to a restaurant on the weekend, you see me and I'm eating a lot. You're like, holy shit, that guy can eat anything he's thin. Well, yeah, because I've got, you don't, you're not seeing me the rest of the time. <laughs> I know some magic genetics that make me thin no matter what I eat. That's 100% not true. I have mastered my eating and I've mastered it because I've mastered what's going on in here. I, I, I know how to influence my behavior strategically. I'm not, I'm not relying on willpower only. You've got one tool, folks. You got one tool, willpower. And you're trying to use that willpower to force yourself to follow these plans that you don't even want to follow anyways, you know? And so again, in, in kind of summing up here, I, the main thing I want to point out is that there's nothing wrong with you. You haven't tried everything and nothing works, okay? You haven't tried a mindset-based approach. And so every diet out there is not going to work if you don't have the right mindset because every diet out there works. They've tested all the big diets. And if people follow them to the letter, they all work. Problem is no one can follow them because no one knows how to change their behaviors. And no one knows how to change their behaviors because no one even understands how to change their behavior. You think to change your behaviors, you just need willpower and force yourself to act a new way. You know, there's a complete lack of understanding of how your mind operates. You got two minds, a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. Your conscious mind is the logical, rational part of your brain that knows you want to lose weight, what you should do to lose weight, tries to get you to lose weight. It's where your willpower is. And then there's your subconscious mind that runs all your habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. That's the part of your mind that's running your weight. It's running your reading, so it's running your weight. And it's running your lifestyle. And you have, you probably don't even think in terms of conscious, subconscious mind, you know, you have a very limited understanding of what your mind is. And so you can't be strategic with it. And so all you do is you're just kind of winging it by trying to force yourself to do the right stuff for as long as you can. You're treating your weight loss like it's an endurance test. How long can I do this for? How long can I do this for? And it's very stressful and anxiety inducing. And it's like, you don't like it. You know, I'm sitting here, I've been the same way for 30 years and well, okay, how'd I do it? I have not dieted. I don't even work out, folks. <laughs> I don't like working out. I like being active, but I don't like working out in a gym. I hate it. I have not worked out consistently in 30 years. Well, so how do I want to master my weight? Because I've mastered my eating. Because I, I built it around who I am. Now, if I loved exercising and working out, then I would have built around that. But I don't. <laughs> and so when it comes to your weight loss, you've been taught to kind of take like a square peg and fit in a round hole. That's your approach. And instead, you should customize it around you. That's why I program yourself then. We have a workbook, a fill-in-the-blank workbook where you fill in your mindset, lifestyle, and eating blueprint. It's a roadmap you follow to live at your goal weight. And it's built around you, your preferences, your lifestyle, your situation. Doesn't that make more sense than just trying to follow? Oh, someone says, oh, don't eat carbs ever again. What? Really? You want to never eat a piece of pizza again? You never you want to go to your, your cousin's birthday party and be the fucking jerk not eating cake? <laughs> I'm joking. It's fine if you don't want to eat cake, but if you do want to eat cake, I mean, what kind of life are you living when you can never eat a cookie or a piece of cake again? I, I don't know. If you like that, then great. Again, I'm not telling you, I'm not telling you what to do, but I'm just saying if you hate, like, you, why aren't you doing your weight loss plan? Don't you want to lose weight? Right? It's all you think about. So why don't you start your plan ever? Right? It's always tomorrow. It ain't rocket science, folks. Right? The reason you're not starting your plan is you fucking hate it. <laughs> You don't want to do it, right? I love my plan. I love it. I want to do it now and I want to do it for the next hundred years. I love living the way I'm living. I love eating the way that I eat. I love it. Do you think that matters? You know, is it restrictive? I don't, it doesn't feel restrictive to me because I worked up to it. 
and I still have, I can look forward to the weekend and I eat the stuff I like to eat in moderation. I don't, I, I don't like overeating anymore. I don't like it, you know? So, um, I don't know. There's just, there's, there's better ways to go about it. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So again, I gotta get out of here, but if you haven't yet go click the link in my bio and get the free hypnosis session. Okay. That's the starting point. It's a kickstart session. But then there's a training that I bring you to the page right after you sign up, I bring it to you and watch that training three steps to master your weight. I, I lay out the whole system. So at least you have a new concept of how to approach your weight. Cause right now you don't even have a concept. <laughs> you do like, Give me the meal plan. Tell me what to do. Please tell me what to do. And I'll try and follow it. I, I mean, can you stop that? Like it, it hasn't worked <laughs> all this time. Why would it all of a sudden work? What's going to happen? What's the difference between you now and you on that magic Monday where you just think you're just going to follow the plan perfectly? Like what, what's the, what changes between now and then what? I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I would love to know the answer to that. You know, I think my issue is I feel like weight loss has to be all or nothing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, AJ. All or nothing thinking is the kiss of death. So in Program Yourself Thin, we're all or something. So I'll leave you on this one. Most of the time, people think all or nothing. And usually they're nothing, okay? And then what happens is the pain-based motivation event, right? You step on the scale. You see the picture of yourself. You're like, holy shit. Um, the, the clothes you swore would always fit. All of a sudden, you can't put them on. They're too tight. Uh, you got to go to the doctors. Someone says something shitty to you. Okay. And so all of a sudden you say, oh God, so much pain. That's it. I got, I got to do this. That's it. I'm going to get rid of the weight. And then in that very heightened emotional state, what do you do? I'm going to, that's it. No more sugar, no more carbs, 1200 calories. You go all right. And you do this for a couple of days, a couple of weeks. And then what do you do? Back to nothing. <laughs> now the problem is you spend months and years in nothing and you spend days and weeks in all. Well, that's, that's what your weight is. So what's the alternative to that? Tell me if this doesn't make more sense. Instead of going right straight to all, how about you just stop being nothing? How about you just be something, right? And so instead of trying to change everything, you structurally and strategically change a couple things that are relatively easy for you, right? Hey, this, this is still weight loss, folks, but it's weight loss that lasts. And then you're never going to believe this, but then you start, you get used to it. You say, okay, I'm used to that. A couple months go by and you're like, wow, look at me. I dropped five, 10 pounds. It was easy though. Holy shit. You can still be all too sometimes, okay? But let's just say you're not even all. And now you say, all right, let, let's let's do something else. Let's work on the next habit. Oh, oh, uh-oh, <laughs> what's this, right? Oh, am I a genius for coming up with that? I don't think so. You know what I mean? Like, is it, I'm, I'm not doing <laughs> calculus here, but it's just, again, where I think I do fill in a unique void, I really do because like I'm, I'm, I, I came at this myself. I, I've been doing this for 20 years professionally and I do have a unique background, but I really think it's, it's the 5,000 private weight loss sessions I've done over the years. I think it's the 50 books a year I read. I'm obsessed with this stuff and I'm obsessed with practical solutions and the diet thing. Oh, here, cut it. <laughs> Imagine a diet. Oh, you want to lose weight? Yeah, just, just eat a thousand calories a day. Oh, that's it. Every diet's like a carnival game, right? It sounds so easy and it's fucking possible. I always joke. It's like, I'm a sucker for the one. I don't know if you've ever seen the carnival game where the guy has like the softball thing and like a wicker basket. And like you're walking down the, the midway and he's just like, he's like hooking it with his left hand. He's throwing it behind his back through his leg. And it always goes in the basket. And you're like, that guy can do it. I can do it. Give me the ball. Here's my 10 bucks. <laughs> three balls and you go and you're like you lightly you go like that and it goes boop and pops out right that's what dieting is like that's what the weight loss industry is like right it sounds wicked simple and then you go to do it oh i'll have to do is stop eating carbs well that's i could do that just just that's it just stop eating carbs yeah one thing and then you go and do it and you're like oh turns out all i eat is carbs <laughs> uh i don't know what to do so it's like you have to stop that you know what i mean like just having the perfect plan is, is not that's not what you need. You need to know how to strategically and practically start making changes in your behavior that move you towards your weight loss goal. And um, that, of course, takes a lot of mindset.
what's your eating plan? It's a five, two model, five days of clean eating, two days of pleasure eating. Um, oh, Natalia, I wish I could, I gotta get out of here. Do you listen to the hidden brain podcast? Oh no, I, I don't, but I'll check that out. I love podcasts. Such good advice. Speaking of podcast, I have a podcast. So if you, I gotta get out of here. I gotta call. Um, uh, yeah, the podcast is program yourself. Then it's on all the major, all the plat platforms. Uh, obviously the TikTok. I'm always putting new videos up. Just put a new one up. I think it's pretty good. Uh, the podcast. Jim Katsoulis is my YouTube thing. So I put stuff up there as well. And that's pretty good. But again, most importantly, go click the link in my bio and go get that hypnosis session and watch that training. And, um, and then I email you stuff too. I email you positive, encouraging, supportive stuff. And then if you're really serious, you know, work with me. You know, you can, you can find out about it, programyourselfden.com. Um, and you can literally work directly with me. It's the deal of the century right now. It won't last long, but go check it out. And uh, if you ever have any questions, you can always, uh, you know, send me messages through here. But all right, everyone, I get out of here. Thank you very much for watching and listening. Uh, have a great day and we'll talk soon. Bye.